I am Plaza on the line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, comes to Vancouver starting tomorrow night, Tuesday, the 14th of November at the Centre, 777 Homer Street. Tickets are on sale now at ticketmaster.ca and performances run until Saturday, the 18th of November. Joining me now is Barbara Bays, who plays Grandma Who in this touring production. She's been part of three previous runs of this uh, show and I'll ask her about uh, what we'll see, the themes therein, and just how Whoville will look. Visit barbarabays.com for more information. I spoke to Barbara last Friday while she was uh, with the company in Spokane, Washington, ahead of performances this past weekend. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online Program, Barbara Bays. Ms. Bays, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Pretty good yourself. Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. What is it like when you're on the road? I mean, it, it, we have all these these um, I, I guess these stereotypes or myths that we that we as an audience have of, of it being you know living out of a suitcase and things like that. Um, is it is it like that? Is it like traveling with a sports team? Say, <laughs> well, I've never traveled with a sports team, but <laughs> I can tell you this is. Um, this is my fourth time performing with the Grinch musical on tour, uh-huh. and um, and it is um, a little bit like a family. You know, it's a it's a special show to begin with, but um, getting to know all the cast and crew and musicians that travel with you, we do become like a family. Um, yeah, we live out of suitcases <laughs> a little bit. Um, but we're fortunate with this tour. We're usually in one city for at least a week. Mm-hmm. Um, later on in this tour, we'll be in Los Angeles for almost two weeks, and and that's a pleasure because we get to actually sit down, um, perform the show, and also have a little time to explore each city we go to. Yeah, I, I was going to ask about whether you have time to see the sights of the sort. Like when, when you come up to Vancouver shortly, um, is it is it just say doing the show, heading back to the hotel or, or, or wherever you're staying, and then and then doing the show again the next day? Um, so you will get a chance to see the sights. I, I hope is that right? Yeah, I think you know it really depends on our performance schedule. Some cities um, we have one performance a day in the evening. Uh-huh. Sometimes we have multiple shows in a day, two shows, and even three shows. Um, and so, depending on our schedule, um, we do get some free time to explore. And I can tell you <laughs> from past experience. Uh, we like to explore and really enjoy the sights of each city we visit, and um, and it's been great. We've, we're in Spokane, Washington right now. Um, we were here rehearsing for the last two weeks, and uh, and now this week was very busy with technical rehearsals and uh-huh. dress rehearsal last night, and we opened tonight. So uh, we tried to get in all our our you know sightseeing things uh, early on. So. Uh, we'll be traveling up to Vancouver this Sunday, and we're excited about that. Yeah. So uh, how many of you uh, make up the, the, the cast, uh, the, the, all of you, I guess, the citizens of Whoville, if you will? <laughs> right. Let's see. How many Who's are there on this tour? Um, <laughs> I would say there's um, probably about 25 cast members, roughly, uh-huh. um, and that's counting. Um, we have two act, little actresses portraying Cindy Lou Who, and Annie Who, so they alternate um, performances. So we have a double cast on those uh, young girls. Yeah. And, um, and then we also travel with a number of musicians and crew. Um, and then when we get to each city, we fill out with local crew, 
uh, and some local musicians, I believe, in certain cities. I see. Yeah. And so, what does it look like? What, what does Whoville look like when we we, we uh, go into the theater? I mean, the, 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 we we know what it sort of looks like, having you know read the book, uh, seeing the original Boris Karloff uh, special, and then the subsequent movies. Um, on stage, what what does it feel like to be in Whoville? Oh, Joe, I am so glad you asked that question because. I know this is going to sound cliche and and silly, but it really is magical Um, when that curtain lifts and you see it's literally the book come to life. Mm. The sets are so beautiful. The costumes are so beautiful, and it really is based on Dr. Seuss's original book, um, which he wrote in, I believe, the late 50s. Um, But with the lighting and... um, just the wigs, the everything, it's really magical. I think people go to the Grinch show thinking, oh, that'll be a nice, fun holiday thing to do, the Grinch, and you think about the song, The Mean One, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> right. And then they come in, and I think they're often blown away, not only by the visual uh, aspect of the show, but the choreography, the dancing, the songs, the message, most of all the message of acceptance and welcoming someone into their community who's been an outcast for so long, um, I think people leave with an unexpected experience. Um, and, and in years past, we've seen, <laughs> we've seen entire families dress up in Grinch regalia to come <laughs> to the theater you know, the kids, even the parents, you know, are dressed up in their Grinch uh, sweaters and pajamas and whatnot. Um, so it's it's really a darling experience, I think, for a lot of people. I think for the um, the folks who are the adults and so forth, yeah. it really is nostalgic because, you know, I grew up being read the Grinch story as a child, and it's been around for so many years, I think people are... Um, you know, it just it leaves you with a feel-good feeling after the show, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so there is something for everyone if, if you're, you're a fan of the original the, the original special, and then if you've seen those Jim mm-hmm. Carrey movies afterwards. I guess the, the, some of the music from some the, the, the uh, later movies, that, that's incorporated in the show as well. Is that right? Some. I yeah. mean, obviously there's the main theme song, You're yeah. a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, and the Fahu Forays um, chorus, which is the... You know, with the Who's sing around the Christmas tree, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Albert Haig wrote music for this particular stage production, and um, and the songs are beautiful and yeah. beautifully describe. Uh, oh no, I'm, I'm I need to correct myself. Albert Haig wrote the music for the the cartoon, the animated special. Um, Tim Mason and Mel Marvin are the lyricists and composers for this current stage production. And, and it's, um, it's beautiful because uh, the way they wrote it is very, uh, how do I describe it, very Hoosian, mm. <laughs> very Seussian in the lyrics. Um, and it, it's charming and delightful. And, you know, people may not recognize some of the songs, but I'll bet you they leave humming them. Yeah. So, <laughs> And, and then you, you mentioned, you know, the, the, that song that we've heard for years and years now, the, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. I, I'm sure when that's performed, the audience just goes nuts, don't they? Oh, they yes. And in fact, and, and I think I can share this, there's actually a little sing-along 
when that happens in the show. Ah. And uh, because I think whether they incorporated a sing-along or not in the show, I think people would be singing it under their breath anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Because after all, you know, that Grinch is a nasty, wasty skunk. (laughs) Does the Grinch look scary? I'm I'm wondering about kids who go to the show and and, and maybe uh, find him a little frightening when they first see him on stage. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. His costume is extraordinary. I'll bet. Um, he he's a very tall actor portraying the Grinch, and he's um, I think when he comes out and he makes his entrance, um, he's usually gotten a very big round of applause. So I think people are anticipating and you know eager to see what is he going to look like. Yeah. Um, and you know he's. You know, he's portrayed as this mean, grinchy Grinch, but um, he's actually very funny and very charming. Um, And as we all know how the story ends, you know, his heart grows three sizes in one day, and, and, you know, he becomes very endearing. But visually, um, it's, you know, kudos to the costume folks who put him together. It's really quite something to see. I don't want to be too specific. I want people to be surprised and delighted when they see him you mentioned uh, you know that theme of acceptance that that's throughout the, uh, the the story um you know i was reminded as i was preparing for our chat um how critical the book was about the commercialization of christmas i guess i forgot that um yes and and i that comes through in the show too doesn't it oh absolutely i think that was the um the motivation for Ted Geisel, Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss, to write this particular story. And um, I think most people have some time in their lives felt outside the circle. You know, I want to be in. I want to I be in. And it's, it's difficult and heartbreaking. And in this story, it takes a little girl, little Cindy Lou Who, to recognize that the Grinch belongs. You know, we should let him be with us. And um, and that's a touching thing, you know. Um, the the adult who's have, you know, all this time, oh, the Grinch, the Grinch, and um, he's been an outcast, but um, the eyes of a child open up our eyes to see, hey, you know, we all belong. We all need a place in the community. And uh, so it's very, very heartwarming. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, uh, will you be uh, with the show all the way through to Christmas, or? Yeah, we actually perform through uh, December thirty first. I see. Um, and uh, we're we're traveling after Vancouver. We'll be in Reno, Nevada, mm-hmm. and then several cities throughout California. Um, finishing up in Sacramento on uh, with a performance on New Year's Eve afternoon. So uh, it's exciting, and we're. Always excited to share this story with audiences. Um, you know, as a performer, it's very special to be a part of something like this. It's its legacy and its journey over the years, um, you know, beginning with the book and then the, the animated thing and then the Broadway version, this current version, yeah. um, made its debut, I think it was 2006, um, and it's been going ever since. Um and we only have a short time to tell the story, right? It's a Christmas yeah. show. <laughs> so, we, you know, we have November and December, basically, to share this beautiful show and this beautiful message with audiences. Um, 
and uh, it's really special to be a part of as a as an actor. Yeah, and I was just thinking of the, the especially the the younger members of the audience. For for a lot of them, this will be the first time in the theater, um, and the impact that'll have on on you know aspiring artists in the theater, even if they weren't even thinking of going into the theater. I mean, you just never know how this will land with with a young person. I mean, that must be very special uh, when you're on stage to to say understand that or feel that oh so true so true in fact one of our cast members this is a real full circle moment i was on the tour um i've come and gone a couple of times over the years but Uh in 2016 i was with the tour and we were performing in washington dc and uh one of the girls who was in our cast this year a young girl saw that performance as a young teenager wow. and now she's in the cast i mean it's incredible and um and i know myself i remember the first broadway show i ever went to i was mesmerized i thought wow you know i want to do that you know and i know that we'll be touching people over the course of this tour as you said whether it's they want to go into performing or they're just seeing a, a show of this caliber for the first time and think, wow, I want to go see another show. Yeah. You know, uh, when you introduce people to theater, it's usually transformative in one way or another. Um, and and that's, that's a gift for us as performers to be able to have that with uh, some audience members. Indeed, indeed. Barbara, it's been so, so nice talking to you today. Break a leg, as they say. Thank you so much, Joe. I really appreciate it. And we look forward to uh, performing in Vancouver next week. The website for more is at barbarabays.com. To get tickets for the show, visit ticketmaster.ca. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the musical, is at the center, uh, 777 Homer Street, uh, starting tomorrow night, Tuesday the 14th of November through to Saturday the 18th. Barbara Bay is one of the stars of the show. Join me on the line from Spokane, Washington, and Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plata.